0: It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Like an Angel. Our scripture reference today is Acts chapter 6, verses 8 through 15. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Stephen, full of grace and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and others of those from Cilicia and Asia, stood up and argued with Stephen, but they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he spoke. Then they secretly instigated some men to say, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. They stirred up the people as well as the elders and the scribes. Then they suddenly confronted him, seized him, and brought him before the council. They set up false witnesses who said, This man never stops saying things against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses handed on to us. And all who sat in the council looked intently at him, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. An older colleague once told me that part of my calling is to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. To do that faithfully and sincerely, I need to understand why I'm doing that. If I'm hoping for a place to promote myself and feed my ego, I'm not going to be too worried about the afflicted and I'm not going to want to disrupt the comfortable ways of thinking and living of those comfortable people who pay my salary. In Acts 6, with the setup of Stephen, we get a reminder of what can happen when you're willing to speak with God's wisdom solely for the glory of God this, of course, doesn't only apply to pastors in this story. We see how church politics fear and the desire for power can influence people in ungodly ways. In case you haven't noticed, those are three things still alive and well today. What we see in Stephen's case is a willingness to hold firm. Notice, though, his resolve wasn't only behind what he believed. Yes, he had a conviction about who Jesus was. He had no problem proclaiming Christ. But what is most affirming is that as people accused him, he did not turn from his choice to live like Jesus. The text says everyone stared him down, probably believing the accusations against him already. But they couldn't help but notice he had a face of an angel. What I take from that is Stephen's desire to glorify God didn't change because he was wrongly accused. He understood what his role was in sharing the message of Christ. He wasn't looking for power, fame, or even a chance to set everyone else straight. If he did, he may have responded in a much different manner. Instead, he gave his life for what he believed about the power of the gospel. Many Christians today, on the other hand, seem preoccupied with control and ego. Speaking of potential mask mandates, I heard a preacher on a Sunday morning in a church worship service say something this week like this. If they infringe on our First Amendment rights, they'll face our Second Amendment rights. Now, that's an extreme example, I know. But it's more common than we would hope. Plus, too many times we use Jesus to justify what we want. In other words, we want our own stages and our own way. And we'll do anything to get them. Even if that means not living by the wisdom and spirit of God. There's no chance we have the face of an angel when we do that. Stay blessed.